Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody out there. This is Dr. Ryan from Infinite Living Podcast. I'm going to say Infinite Wellness Integrated Medical Center, which I also am. But uh, we are going to talk today about... Crohn's disease, okay? Main reason being is we are seeing a lot of folks coming to the office that are having some serious digestive issues, and we are trying to get them better. So um, it's it's amazing to me to, to actually, when you sit down and talk to folks, how frequent uh, digestive disturbances are, IBS, Crohn's, diverticulitis, et cetera, et cetera. So Crohn's disease is obviously, for those of you that have it, you already know what it is, but it's inflammatory condition of the bowel, especially of the ascending part of the gut or of the bowel, uh, the large intestine. And what happens is it gets highly inflamed. It starts to, you can get bleeding from it, can cause you all sorts of problems. Um, so what are some things? So the reason I'm doing this podcast is um, I'm going to just really just start throwing out things that I'm getting into that I've learned in the, in the past 12 years, but also too, especially learning a lot right now and all the regenerative medicine and peptide therapy, et cetera, et cetera, that, and all the nutritional functional medicine things that we're doing um, to help give people options, ideas of what they could be doing to help to heal themselves. Um Obviously, they, a lot of it may have to be, you know, going to a clinic because, or at least getting certain things from a clinic like ourselves here in, in Glen Carbon. But, um, but these things, uh, some of the things you can find online as well. So the first thing that I would do is I would, without a doubt, if I were, what would I do if I found out I had Crohn's or again, IBS, diverticulitis, et cetera, et cetera. So the first thing I would do is I'd do a food sensitivity test. Main reason being is I would want to see what type of foods are leaking through my gut. If there are a lot of foods leaking through my gut, then that would tell me I have what's considered quote unquote leaky gut because a lot of different things are showing up as um, reactive within my body. Um, I would do an IgG, IgA test versus just an IgG test. Those are immunoglobulins. Uh, main reason being IgG tests are the, are the longer reactive type of uh, antibodies, whereas an IgA is more of your short reacting. So those are going to be more of the things that are coming down the pike. So if you get some IgA reactions, you know you're getting, you may be potentially getting ready to have um, an IgG, which is going to be a more that more uh, prolonged potential response to certain things in our food. So, for example, let's just say we do a food sensitivity test. Um, you're allergic to certain types of cheese and um, like a salmon, let's say, and bananas. I don't know. I'm just pulling things off off of a list, right? So the first thing I would do is I would obviously remove those foods from my diet because they are highly reactive. They're causing problems. They're causing an autoimmune and inflammatory reaction because the inflammatory and immune responses can be one and the same. You create cytokines, you create all these basically antibodies within the bot within your own body, and then therefore your body, your immune system goes and attacks it. So you got to remove that stuff. You got to find out what it is, and you got to remove it. If you're cheap and you don't even want to do a test, you can do things like the GAPS diet, where you basically remove everything. Then you start out on bone broth, and then you slowly introduce things like that. I'm not that patient. 
I would want to know what the heck's going on for, you know, 150 to, if you had to do a really elaborate one, maybe like 350 bucks, you can do one of these tests. Okay. I know it's nothing in the world is cheap, but that's all right. So ultimately you have freaking Crohn's disease. They may cut your freaking gut, you know, cut your large intestines out. Let's grow up. Let's spend a little money and be healthy. So, um, so you got this figured out. So we, we know we have a food sensitivity here or there, so we're going to start to avoid those foods. All right, great. Now what are we going to do? So again, what I personally would do, and this is to each their own, whatever, but for me, I want to go at this guns a-blazing. I would also, no matter what my food sensitivity test says, I would cut gluten out 100%. I'd cut any grains out 100%, all grains. I don't care what fit, what fitness people you talk to, et cetera, et cetera. I'd cut them all out for a while because grains are inflammatory and you want to remove all inflammation out of your diet. 100%. There is no option. Just get over it. So um, do you want to heal or you want to have your freaking, your uh, large intestine cut out or have diarrhea and bloody stools all your life? You know, it's like, it's, you know, you get that diagnosis. It's like shit or get time. You know, it's like, let's get going. Let's figure out how to heal and let's heal. Okay, because if you do it right, you can be feeling better and doing a hell of a lot better fairly quickly. If you want to limp into this thing, you may never get better. And you're going to say nothing works because you never actually worked anything, right? So we've got our food sensitivity tests. We're avoiding those. We're also cutting out any types of gluten. We're talking, and uh, we're also cutting out any type of casein, any type of dairy, basically. Dairy is allergenic. Dairy it. Dairy has opioid receptors within the gut that can cause an inflammatory reaction, can cause an opioid response even. So understand dairy is not healthy. It just isn't. No matter what book you read, it isn't healthy for the human body. We weren't designed to drink and eat cow's milk or cow products, okay? That's reality. Um, you may find some special cow product or whatever, whatever, you know, that 0.001% that tells me that I'm not right. So even I've had to eat crow on whey protein because whey protein can be highly volatile for some people. And I, back in the day, I sent out an email and some person called me on it and, you know, there are exceptions. So pull anything out, everything out, dairy, gluten, and grains. Okay. You also, you want to try to limit, really, you want to stop drinking. If you drink, you want to stop drinking. Um, I'm sorry for those alcoholics out there that have Crohn's disease or, those people that just can't give up their bourbon beers or vodkas, you want to stop drinking. You got to stop with the alcohol. It is not good on the gut. Um, moving forward. So now how do we start adding things to heal our gut? The cool thing is there's a ton of products out there. Everybody wants to think just, well, give me a probiotic and I'm going to be fine. Well, that's not how things work. Um, you need prebiotics, probiotics, you need a lot of, especially early on, you probably want to remove a lot of those things anyway, um, because you, you want to get your gut sealed up. You want to get it healed. And so personally, I would go more towards like an antibody type of product, a colostrum or an IgG supplement. Um, they actually make supplements now that are pure IgG. Um, that's one we put on, put people on here. That's one that I would get on. I would be taking probably a single dose to start and probably within 15 days, I would probably up it to double dose. I would also do a lot more protein powders. Main reason being is I would want to take it easy on my gut, on my digestive tract. I don't want to have a lot of 
proteins that have to be broken down um, just because I don't want my gut to have to work very hard because guts have to work harder the harder it is to digest. So like proteins, animal products, etc. So there's that. So I would look at something like a more of probably like a vegetarian protein, like a pea brace protein, pea protein, um, PEA protein, the, the vegetable. Um, those seem to be pretty hypoallergenic to the body. And then I would also, I would also personally look at a collagen-based protein. Um, again, collagen-based protein, main reason because the collagen is going to help the body heal. It's going to help the gut heal. All right. And then what I would add to those is probably to one of those or both of those, I'd add the IgG product. And then secondly, what I would do is I would actually get some healing herbs, um, marshmallow root, dandelion, um, things like that. I don't know them all off the top of my head right now. They're all in, you know, definitely get some L-glutamine in there, some pretty good dosages of L-glutamine to help to heal the gut. Um, these are some things that I would do nutritionally. Now, on top of this, what I personally would do, knowing what's out there, knowing what's accessible now through medicine, through modern medicine, through healthy wellness medicine, is I would also be doing a pretty high dose of IV nutrition. I would do some IV vitamin C. Um, I'd probably personally do um, probably IV vitamin C with some glutathione or something like that um, just to help to heal. It's also a good antioxidant, but the vitamin C is going to help the gut heal as well. You need vitamin C for collagen production. Um, also, too, like I said, you're going to be taking some collagen. Um, but on top of that, one thing that's that's out there now that a lot of people probably have never even heard of, it's called BPC-157. It's a peptide, um, body protective compound 157. You can take it orally. And what it does is it helps any type of inflammatory condition through the bowel or through the gut. So anything from ulcers down all the way through to ulcerative colitis is, has shown to be extremely helpful for these type of problems. Um, you take it orally, you take you get you basically get a prescription through a nurse practitioner or, or a medical provider. And um, yeah, you basically, you can take that orally. They say up to about 90 days minimum to get to where you need to get, or at least to start seeing some, some symptom relief. So if you're doing all the nutritional things that we're talking about, you're doing the IV nutrition, you're doing all of that, and you're adding in um, the uh, BPC you're really setting yourself up for, for success. Um, I would probably avoid, and one other thing that I would eat or I would take is um, I would take a pretty hefty dose of digestive enzymes because what I, again, what I'd want to do is try to aid my body's ability to digest foods. And after about the age of 30, our digestive enzyme, digestive enzyme production goes down pretty drastically. And so I would take a pretty hefty dose of digestive enzymes and a, and a multi-spectrum type of digestive enzyme, not just something like a peptidase or, or a, you know, some, or lipase or just a couple different, you know, ACEs, you know, that's the enzyme terminology or suffix on a word is when it has ASE on it. But like the one we have here, it's got, I believe it's got 12 to 16 different um, enzymes within there to help break down different types of foods and different types of, uh, of uh, products. So getting a full spectrum digestive enzyme would be extremely helpful um, to, again, just help your body break down fuel. Um, another thing I would do is 
is moderate exercise. I would try to make sure that I'm that I am exercising on a regular basis. Main reason to be to consistently and create motility within the gut. Um, I would say walking would be a very good type of exercise for someone with this type of disorder. You don't want to get too crazy intense because that cortisol response is not going to help. Um, but that peristalsis is going to be helped through exercise. Um, also, too, making sure you're drinking minimum of half your body weight in, in water, in ounces of water. Um, main reason being you need water to digest to, to move things through. So this, is a, this would be a pretty damn good protocol for somebody. If, if they're wanting to heal, they're wanting to get this taken care of, they're wanting to fix the problems that could be happening within their digestive tract, especially, like I said, we're talking about Crohn's today, for instance, but this is really going to hold true for anybody from anywhere from SIBO to um, ulcerative colitis to Crohn's. I mean, you're going to be healing that gut. There's no way you cannot be healing that gut um, with this type of a protocol. Um, how long is it going to take? Everybody's going to be different. Some folks may see some pretty drastic changes in, within 30 days. Some folks may see it may take them six months. Everybody heals differently. And this is where people have got to get out of their head of like, oh, it's not working for me. If you're doing the right things, your body will heal. And so you always have to understand that just because you do X, Y, or Z doesn't mean you're you're not responding to it. It's just your body's responding slower. You don't understand fully the damage that's going on in your body, whether it be a knee pain or digestive tract disorder. So these are some of the things nutritionally and chemically that I would do. Also physically what I would do. And also lastly, one thing that I would do is make sure you're getting some sort of chiropractic care. Main reason being is you have to make sure that the nerves that are controlling the gut or the controlling those large and small intestines are flowing freely. If you have subluxation, it has been proven, proven through science that if you have misalignments in your spine, it's an interfering, interfering with that nerve that feeds into that tissue, whatever that end organ is, it will absolutely affect how that end organ responds, how it heals, how it functions. Also, too, you have the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve comes right off the base of the skull or right off the base of the brain through the base of the skull. So Getting your neck and cervical spine checked out is also vitally, vitally important because your vagus nerve flows right by C1, C2. It's why it's that's why upper cervical that's one reason upper cervical works so well because it does affect the vagus nerve. But that's why I would also have the upper cervical and my lumbar spine. I'd have my entire spine checked just because it makes complete sense. But you get what I'm saying. You want to check those local nerves those and then those global nerves to make sure then you check those nerves ultimately by checking the area that protects those nerves and that's your spinal cord or your spinal canal and your spinal um your vertebral your vertebral canal so also too one other thing you got to make sure you're doing is you have to de-stress the system you have to pull the stress out of the system so something like a box breathing would be very beneficial because what that's going to do is it's going to stimulate the parasympathetic response and what that means is um, when you get those parasympathetics working again what happens is your body especially the digestive tract is going to function better so a box breathing is like a four count of breath in, you hold for four seconds, and then you breathe out for four seconds. Then you breathe in, then you hold for four seconds, you breathe in for four seconds, you you hold for four seconds, you breathe out for four seconds. You can do this over and over and over again. It's very easy. Four, 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 four. 
your constant, and what that does is that helps to stimulate the parasympathetic response within your body. That's going to affect that um, more of that emotional stress, that emotional response. It's going to lower cortisol. It's going to um, help with peristalsis, which is motility of the gut. Um, so, again, these are some of the things that I personally know work, that I personally know and have seen work. These are the things. This is kind of the protocol. If I were right in someone's shoes right now and I got this diagnosis, this is exactly what I would do because I would not I would for sure not want to lose any part of my colon because if you do, you're never the same. But if you have, you can still heal to a greater degree if you follow the things that we're talking about. And then once you get to the point where you're healed, I personally would look at something like a BPC-157. I would do that on on probably an annual or biannual basis. Um, just do it for a 30-day stint. And then also, too, I would make sure that I get on a good, good quality probiotic. I would stay on the digestive enzymes. I would stay on the healthy protein powders. I would I would lower my uh, dependence on um, animal protein. I wouldn't stop eating animal protein personally, but I would definitely lower like my amounts. I would only do six to eight ounces per sitting, nothing more. You don't need it. Um but yeah, so those are some of the things that I would that I would do personally to help to heal my uh, my gut and any gut issues that would be going on in my life personally. So hopefully, uh, I threw some things out there that maybe you haven't heard of before. If you have or are dealing with these things. Um, no matter where you're at in the world, there are doctors that think a lot like I do that have access to these things that I'm talking about. If you are local, obviously you can always reach out to us here at the office, Infinite Wellness Integrated Medical Center. Um, this is what we do. We help people get well. Um, and, um, we do it through a multifaceted approach. This is not a one size fix all or one pill takes care of everything type of deal. This is a multifaceted approach because all diseases have multiple causes. They are not caused by just one thing, no matter what you've heard or what who you talk to. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope this helps you. God bless you all. Have a great day. Keep on healing. If you need any help, give us a call. 618-655-0333 is the office number. InfiniteWC.com is the office website. But uh, And then you can also reach out to me on Facebook or whatever. But there's a lot of things that can help people. So uh, take advantage of them. God bless. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. 
Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition. 